You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and former big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. That's why each week I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to improve your money mindset and manage your money to create true wealth. Because ultimately, it's not about the money. It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. Today, we are talking about spending on luxury. And let me preface this conversation by saying that luxury is whatever it means to you. So it doesn't necessarily have to mean luxury designers or specific things. It can be that, but it can also be just those little things that you don't need, but that make life a little bit better or easier or that bring you joy. There is this view that buying luxury things or spending on luxurious things generally is frivolous and it's financially irresponsible. I was in this forum once and a woman posted about wanting to buy a Celine bag. It's like a designer purse. And there were many people who were like giving her suggestions and things like that because she hadn't 100% decided that she wanted to get that one. And then there were other people who were saying that that was frivolous and why would she waste her money and that kind of thing. And there is a similar view, maybe it's the other side of that view, is this belief that if you have a budget, if you're managing your money well, you've got your money together then you must not be doing or spending on luxury type things. So I remember I posted once about building wealth and budgeting and somebody commented something to the effect of like, you can't ball when you're on a budget. And I just disagree with that view because I believe that you can ball on a budget. And actually, if you have a budget, then that's the perfect way to ball, right? Like you plan how you're going to spend your money. And if you decide that you want to spend on luxury things, then you can do that. I think this whole view that luxury and financial responsibility don't mix lead to so many people feeling guilty about the things that they spend their money on or the things that they want to spend their money on. Like if I were financially responsible, then I wouldn't be buying this. But it also leads to some people judging other people for their choices, like the post with the girl who wanted to buy the bag. But that's not necessary, right? As I say all the time, it all comes down to using your money intentionally. So if you're into luxury to some extent, like many of my clients are, like I am, that's okay. You just wanna be strategic about how you spend on those things, just like anything else, so you don't throw yourself off track with your financial goals. So you can spend on luxury items and experiences in a financially responsible way. You can be financially responsible and spend on luxury things. The two are not mutually exclusive. We paid off almost $500,000 of debt between 2016 and 2021, and we have built our net worth from negative $342,000 to positive six figures. We're working our way to a million-dollar net worth, and along the way, we have incorporated luxury in different ways in our lives. We've done it differently at different points of our journey, but we've always been able to do it. So I wanted to share just a few examples of what that has looked like for us over the years so you can see how you can be financially responsible and still spend on luxury things. 
The first one is my very first luxury designer purchase. A lot of my clients are surprised to learn that my very first purchase from a luxury brand was while we were in the middle of our debt journey. It was a pair of heels from Valentino, and the way I did it was using my fun money account. So if you're not familiar with that concept, my husband and I each get a set amount of money each month to spend, whatever we want, however we want, no questions asked, and I save mine over a number of months in like 2017 or 2018 or something like that to buy those shoes. This is the same account that I've used to buy other designer things over the years. And I'm not into luxury designers at the level that some people are. Like there are some people who collect luxury bags and shoes and stuff like that. I'm not at that level. Like I have a few things, but I do both kind of the high, low aesthetic. The next one is hiring a cleaning company to clean our house. We did this after we had our second child because it felt like We were working all week and then we were spending all day on Saturday trying to clean and it was tough with two kids, two and under, plus we just wanted to spend more time with them. And a lot of my coworkers had people who cleaned their houses and they were surprised that we were still cleaning ours. I was surprised at how affordable it was and I was thinking that it was way more expensive than that. And when I tell you, it was the best investment. Like they came in, they cleaned the house from top to bottom in less time than it was taking us to do just one floor. And we have stuck with them ever since. So having a cleaning company to clean our house, like outsourcing that was a great investment and one of the ways that we've spent on luxury. The next one is taking vacations. So even before we finished paying off our student loans, we still took vacations. You don't have to have your finances completely in order to take trips. We did so differently back when we were still paying off our debt, but we still did it. So we took vacations in places that we could drive to. We stayed in Airbnbs, stuff like that. So it wasn't as expensive. Since paying off our student loans, we have a lot more money to play with to be able to incorporate more luxury into that travel. So we usually take two major-ish vacations a year, like two week-long or so vacations, and we set money aside in the months between vacations to be able to pay for those trips. We will now spend a little extra to fly Delta Comfort. Like I like the space. I like getting on the plane first and being able to sit down and get settled, especially when we're traveling with our kids. I like not having to worry about whether I have to check my carry-on, like all of that. We haven't done first class yet. We went to California last year. My husband wanted to do first class, but of course the kids being older now, they need their own tickets. And we were looking at the flights. The flights alone were going to be like $11,000. And we were like, "Uh, no, we're not doing that. Along the same lines, I like Uber Black, especially when I'm traveling by myself. I like that they are professional drivers, or at least in most cities, they're professional drivers because I've learned that they're apparently not in some cities. But also I note that I live in Atlanta, so I drive a lot. I don't live in a city where I take Uber all the time. I know some of my clients who are in New York and D.C. use Uber and Lyft and stuff like that way more often. Like that's one of their primary methods of getting around. And so since I drive, it's not something like it's not a huge cost for me. Right. It's not something that I do often. If I were in one of those cities where I was taking it more often, maybe I wouldn't do black every time. I don't know. But I account for that higher cost in planning our travel spending so that I can spend without worrying about the additional cost. So those are just a few examples of how we have incorporated luxury over the years from 
physical items like the shoes to services like our cleaning service, you know, stuff that just makes life easier to experiences like our vacations. And I will say here that I don't believe in the whole philosophy that you're wasting your money when you buy stuff, like you should only spend on experiences. I like to buy some stuff and that's okay. It's okay if you like stuff too. Overall, the point is that it's not categorically irresponsible to spend on luxury things. In fact, when you are financially responsible and you manage your money well, it makes it easier to spend on those things. It's all about balance. So you don't want to have a Chanel bag and $20 in your account. You don't want to go to brunch at all the best places and be stressed about which credit card has enough space left to pay for it. You don't want to have amazing vacation experiences and be scared to open your bills after. Instead, you want to incorporate luxury into your spending plan at whatever level you're able to. That way you make sure that you're not taking yourself completely off track from your financial goals when you are indulging in the luxury spending. And if luxury isn't for you, that's fine too, but luxury and financial responsibility are not mutually exclusive. That is the whole point of this conversation. And listen, if this view on spending is interesting to you, you want to learn more about how to manage money the way that I do, I invite you to come work with me. I am opening a membership group where we will be talking all about topics like this one. So head to rowthomas.com waitlist to learn more and to get on the waitlist so that you don't miss it. All right. That is it for this week's episode. Come connect with me over on social media. You can find me most often on LinkedIn, Ro Thomas, and Instagram at I am Ro Thomas. Subscribe to the show and leave a review, both of which help more people to find it. And please think of a friend or two who could use this information and share the episode with them. As we close out, friend, I pray that you take the information you learn here, apply it in your life, and open up to the realization that wealth is available to you. As you do that consistently week after week, you'll continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.